Welcome to the Overflow Podcast. We pray you are encouraged by this message. For more info, notes, or other messages, visit our website at overflowdfw.com. You know, one of the things that, that we believe that God has called us to as a church is to really be kind of a, for lack of a better word, a revival culture, a culture that is really encountering Jesus like he's real. And, and so part of that, part of encountering the Lord like he's real is encountering his Holy Spirit. And in Acts chapter two, we see the church get hit really good with the Holy Spirit. And Peter gets up and begins to prophesy. And he says, listen, this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. He says, in the last days, I'm going to pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. He starts going into all this awesome things that are going to happen on the earth because the Lord is present, because the Holy Spirit has come. And so one of the promises laid out in Joel chapter 2, verse 25, he says this, and God says, I will restore the years that the locusts have have eaten. And, you know, if we look over the last year, we can say, man, there's been a whole lot of eating going on. Come on. There's been a lot of locusts. There's been a, a famine. There's been a, a thing that's happened on the land, right, that, that is that is really robbed from us a lot of life. And, and Leslie and I were, were driving, I want to say, I don't know, it's probably about a week ago. We were driving down I-20. We were heading home. I don't know where we were at, but we were driving. And I just, I just said the word. I was like, it's time we reclaim. It's time we reclaim. And when I said that, like, it's just, God just did something in my spirit. And I was reminded about that, that promise right there in, uh, in Joel chapter 2, verse 25. I will restore. I'm going to give you back some of the things that you've been robbed of. And listen, there, there's, there's better things than material things. Come on. And some of the things that have been robbed from us over the last year have been things like joy. Come on, some things like peace. Come on, some things like strength. Some things like hope. They've just been robbed from us, and we've we've just kind of learned over the last year how to survive. You know, Jesus told us that the enemy comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. But He says that I've come that you might have life, not just not just life, but life more abundantly. Not that you would just survive, but you that you would thrive. So this is the promise. This is the promise from the Lord. And I was I, I was thinking about this, and I ran across. This scripture in First Samuel chapter 30. And this is David. And David, if you know much about David, David spent a lot of his life running. He spent a lot of his life surviving. And so he's he's running from Saul. Saul, the, the kind of a spiritual father to him, has now turned his back on David. And David has already been anointed king. It's already David could have took Saul out at any time. But he chose not to. Come on, he chose to allow the Lord to do that work. And so he spends his life just running for his life from Saul. Had many opportunities to take Saul out, but he doesn't do it. And and he sets up basically a temporary palace in this land called Ziklag. And he's he's there, and their, their, their families are there. David's small army that he has is there. They're all, they're all at this place, this temporary palace, just a place for him to rule. But really, he's kind of hiding out for his life. He's kind of sur- surviving. And so what happens is they go, they leave Ziklag and they go off to battle. They're fighting this whole time. He's fighting. He's running from Saul, but he's fighting to stay alive. And while they're away, 
It says this, if you guys want to look it up, it's 1 Samuel chapter 30. While they're away, the enemy comes in to their home. And they, they take their families and they take their stuff. They take their possessions. They didn't destroy anything, but they took it all. And then they went away and they took it to their camp. And so when David and his army shows up, home, home isn't there. Have you ever been like that? You show up home, you're expecting all the things that home brings to be there. And David shows up and they're there. And then all his army, all of his people, they are freaking out. They're weeping. In fact, it says this, that they wept in verse four. They wept until they could not weep anymore. They, they, all their tears ran out. They ran out of tears. They didn't just run out of hope. They didn't just run out of strength and joy and peace. They actually ran out of tears. They had nothing left. And it says this in verse 6. It says, but David found strength in the Lord. And you got to understand something. It wasn't pretty for David. He wasn't just weeping among them. They had actually decided that they were going to kill David. You led us away, and look what happened. We're going to take you out. And so he goes to the priest, and he asks for the priestly garb. He says, listen, he's like, give me the ephod. So he gets the ephod from the priest because he found his strength in the Lord. He said, you know what? Right now, I can't really fight. I don't have my family here. I don't have any of my stuff here. But what I do have that is within reach is the presence of God. So he goes to the priest. He says, give me that priestly garment. And he puts on that priestly garment and he asks the Lord, he said, Lord, can I go and reclaim that which has been stolen? And God said, you can, you can reclaim what was stolen. And so it says this, that David goes and he goes in we used to sing this old song. We were talking about it last week. That that David goes into the enemy's camp and he takes back what was stolen. He takes back what was stolen. We used to sing this old song. I went to the enemy's camp and I took back what he stole from me. Right? Anybody ever heard that? That was a good song. You need to learn that. Go home and search it up. Just have a little church. <laughs> Some of y'all that are watching online, you're like switched over to YouTube to, to search that out. You, you don't want to see you don't want to see the video. You don't you don't want to see you don't want to see the video. But listen, a stolen thing. What is a stolen thing? A stolen thing is something that belongs to you but is in the possession of another. And so some of the things that have been stolen from you this year are in the possession of another. They're not destroyed. They're available. But you are going to have to reclaim what belongs to you. So your joy... Listen, it's not just going to come back. It's not like, oh, 20. We, we, some people were thinking, you know what? It's going to be 2021. As soon as the, the clock strikes midnight, I'm going to have my joy back. That ain't the way it works. You got to go and get it. You got to go and get your joy. You got to go and get your peace. You got to go and get your strength. You're going to have to fight for it. Because, listen, even though it's already been paid for, even though that it already belongs to you, it doesn't mean that you're not going to have to go and seize it, that you're not going to have to take it and reclaim it back. There might be a little bit of work, but understand this. You're not fighting for victory. You're fighting from victory, and Jesus has already provided it for you. Jesus has already won the battle, but listen, it is in the enemy's possession, and it belongs to you, and some of you just need to reclaim those things. How do we do that? By exalting the Lord. By exalting the one who has already won 
the battle. This is how we get there. So when we sing these songs, when we worship today, that's what we're doing. And listen, I believe joy is not just going to be restored to you. I believe it's going to be multiplied because you've known sorrow now. I, I used to think when I was a, a kid, I used to think I knew what joy was. But, but I didn't know what joy was until I experienced sorrow. I didn't know what peace was until I experienced frustration. That's whenever I learned what it was. Because of those days before, I might have had it, but I didn't understand it. But now I'm going to get that joy that First Peter talks about, the joy unspeakable and full of glory. Then I'm going to get what, what, Peter ta- what Paul talks about in Philippians chapter 4 where he says the peace that transcends or goes beyond understanding. And some of y'all are looking for understanding. You might not get understanding. But you can have a peace that goes beyond it. So will you just stand with me today? I believe it's all found in his presence. I believe it's all found in encountering him. Come on. So some of you are just going to have to, you might even physically reach. Everybody's going to close their eyes. All eyes are closed, even at home. Some of you just need to reach out. Just visually see that word joy. Just, Just grab that joy. Say, I'm taking it back today. I'm taking that joy back. I'm, I'm taking my peace back. That's mine. Enemy, you come to steal, kill, and destroy, but my God has won the victory. And he has promised me life and life more abundantly. So I am seizing what actually belongs to me already. It's not something I've got to earn. It's already mine. I'm just taking possession of it. Listen, it's not going to happen because you did good works. It's just going to happen because you believe the good news of Jesus Christ, that he gave you this life, that your identity is in him. Strengthen yourself like David did in the Lord.